Hey folks, welcome to the podcast. Don't forget this same episode can be viewed on my YouTube channel. Appreciate y'all stopping in. Hey folks, JR, back for another episode of Echoes of Shannon Street Case File. It's going to be episode 14, Two Steps Back. Now this episode here, we're going to get back to the negotiation side. And I use that term negotiation very loosely because basically there are no negotiations. What's supposed to happen is negotiators at some point should decide that they can, negotiations aren't being successful, they aren't working and they're supposed to turn it over to the TAC unit. So far they haven't done that, nor will they. Okay. Let's listen to a clip from Shannon Street Echoes under a blood red moon. After that, we will get into the negotiations. Lindbergh would ever say is you gonna do what you gotta do and I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Or, you know, and I may be paraphrasing a little bit, but something to that effect. And that's all he would ever say. He never made any demands. Now at some point, the battery went dead on his radio, and we never heard anything else. Greg Hudgens uh, later left the uh, communications department, became a police officer, and finished out his 25 years on the Memphis Police Department. Got a picture above here of Bobby Hester. That's Larry Godwin there to the left, it looks like, with half his face missing out of the picture. He later became our director. The officer there in the back is Al DeWitt, longtime traffic guy. He retired, I think, as a lieutenant. Al DeWitt's one of the, the nicest gentlemen you would ever meet. You, If you had to pick out a policeman that was just exactly what you would want them to be, it would be Al DeWitt. All right, let's get into these negotiations and see where they take us. The 0001 negotiating team incident report, type incident, crime, mental case, location of incident, 2239 Shannon. Police first notified date, 1-11-83. Police notified by whom, dispatcher. First police unit on scene, car 128, officers R. Hester, R. O. Swill. Time negotiating, team coordinator notified, 21.40 hours, that's 9.40 p.m. Time first negotiator reached scene, about 21.50 hours, name Jeff Larkin. Time negotiation started, 22.24 on 1 11 83 time negotiations ended 0 incident resolved by tear gas and assault duty commander on scene chief inspector sydney l cole primary negotiator sergeant walter cruz coach officer clark dunlap recorder mark poffinroff and a.j torrance Coordinator, Lieutenant R.O. Parker and Captain D.O. Lewis. Team Unit Supervisor on scene, Captain Jim Music. 
Time TAC unit deployed shortly before 2200 hours, and that's 2200 hours on 1-11-83. Shoot team member present, Captain T.C. Hasty. time of arrival about 2200 hours. Summary of contact with perpetrator and or hostages before first negotiator arrived. PRD, which is that's Jim Weikert, the dispatcher, talked with perpetrators on police radio. Negotiation switched over to Sergeant Cruz at 22, 24 hours. Perpetrators, A. Sanders Lindbergh, black male, 49, Jordan David Lee, black male, 30, Sanders Larnell, black male, 27, hostage, R. Hester, male, white, yeah, Bobby Hester was actually, I believe, 34 when he died. Clothing, MPD, blue uniform, 38 caliber Smith & Wesson. Describe any known or assumed injuries. Hostage beaten, Lindbergh Sanders stated he'd been shot in the right arm. Summary of mental and physical health of perpetrator. No mental patient for at least eight years failed to take medication. Perpetrator was also a religious fanatic who believed the world was to come to an end Monday 110 of 83. Other perpetrators involved were called disciples of the number one perpetrator, Lindbergh Sanders. Summary of mental and physical health of hostages. Hostage had been beaten by the perpetrators. Description of scene and location of principles. Residential area in North Memphis, 2239 Shannon. Points of negotiation were the office of Shannon Elementary School and 2243 Shannon. TAC unit command post was first house east of 2243. Containment team set up in 2243 and 2237 Shannon. On roof of Shannon School and in rear of 2239 Shannon, y'all probably recognize this. This drawing here is one I've used several times in previous episodes. This is the uh, negotiator's log. 2300 hours, point of negotiation and command post. Move into Shannon Elementary School. Lindbergh's radio is wearing down. 2304, command post established, Lindbergh becoming more upset, TAC unit establishing a command post in house nearby. 2308, Lindbergh through telephone. 2309, Lindbergh getting upset when asked to use phone instead of radio. 2311, Cruz assures Lindbergh no one wants to hurt him. 2313, Lindbergh refusing to talk to Cruz. 2318, Lindbergh sounding calmer, asked for Cruz. 2322, Cruz attempts to use phone again, asked Lindbergh how this situation began. Page four, tape number four, side number two, date 111-83. Parker. Listen to me, Lynn. I'm going to work with you on this thing. We are going to work this thing out, you and me, and we are going to get in touch with Mr. Morgan 
This is going to take a little while. Lynn, do you want to work with me on this thing? Sanders, inaudible. Parker, Lynn, repeat it for me, please. Sanders, inaudible. Parker, you're going to have to get closer to the radio. Can you repeat what you just said, please? Sanders, inaudible. Parker, I couldn't understand what you said. Can you talk a little bit louder into the radio, please? Sanders, I'm going to run my batteries down by talking, so y'all fucking off inaudible and wasting time over here with me. Parker, Lynn, let me ask a favor of you. Will you help you and me both and we can do this thing privately? Can I throw you a telephone through the window? Sanders, inaudible. Your motherfucker, inaudible. Parker, I was just trying to help you. I want to work with you and get this thing resolved. I thought maybe if we could talk on the telephone, we could do it a little more privately than over the radio, and I could understand you a little better. That was the only reason I wanted to give you the radio telephone, okay? Lynn, if we set a telephone on the porch by the door, will you have someone reach out and get it so you and I can talk privately? Sanders, you and I got nothing to talk about. We have been talking, goddammit, all night, and I'm telling you, goddammit, I don't want to talk to you. Is my battery too low? Do you hear that? I ain't going to talk to you on no telephone. I told you I am ready to talk to WLOK and let them know what is going on. You know, but you ain't want to do that, inaudible, because it ain't nothing to me. If you don't want to do inaudible, I don't believe you will. Parker, Lynn, if we could get Mr. Morgan down here, he could talk to you on the telephone. That was the only reason for putting the telephone on the porch, to help you. Do you understand? Sanders, inaudible. I am tired of talking about this shit, you know. There is nothing y'all can say. Parker, we don't want to get anyone hurt. That is why we are here so no one will get hurt. And we want to work with you, but you have to work with some of us too. That is why I wanted to talk to you privately over the telephone. You better talk now, buddy. We can't talk forever. Say, Lynn, repeat that for me. Page five, tape number four, side number two, date 111.83. Parker, Lynn, we are working on it. You are going to have to give us a little while. Long pause. Sanders, talk to you. Parker, Lynn, what did you say? I didn't hear you, Lynn. Can you come back and talk to me? Sanders, why do you want to talk on the telephone? Parker, I want to talk to you on the telephone. Will you pick it up and talk to me? Sanders, why do you want to talk to me on the telephone? You're talking to me now. Can you hear me? Parker, I can hear you, Lynn. I think it would be best if we talk privately so everyone could not hear what we are talking about. Sanders, inaudible. Parker, talk to me, Lynn. Long pause. I'm going to call you on the telephone. I want you to answer it now. 
end of tape number four, finish time, 2319 hours, date 111.83. Tape number five, side number one, page one, start 2319 hours, finish 2348 hours, date 111.83, Foxtrot 1 North, Parker. We are trying to work with you on this thing now. I am trying to get in touch with Mr. Morgan. Are you still there? Can you hear me? Did you hear what I said, Lynn? Is there anything that you need in there for your people? Sanders, inaudible. Parker, what did you say, Lynn? I didn't understand you. Sanders, I said I got what I need in here, and that is all I need in here. Parker, okay, Lynn, I want to make sure you can hear me all right. Let me call you on the telephone. Hang the phone up in there and let me call you. Lynn, I want to talk to you about your situation in there, and I want to talk to you on the telephone, but don't seem to want me. So let me ask you something on the radio. What started this thing? You can tell me something about that. Pause. Lynn, can you tell me what the situation is inside? Is everything all right? Lynn, talk to me. Now, you can't hurt anything by talking to me. If you can hear me, please answer me. And I am the one who can help you get to Mr. Morgan. Talk to me now. I'm trying to work with you on this thing. Trying to get Mr. Morgan out there, out here. Can you talk to me? Sanders, inaudible. Parker, what did you say? Sanders, inaudible, motherfucker, inaudible. Hester in the background. Oh, God help. Parker, did I hear you say 128, Lynn? Lynn, that is fine. That is just great. But how about working with me so no one else will, will be hurt? Now, we will get Mr. Morgan down here to work with you. But in the meantime, is there anything that you need in there? Sanders, inaudible. Can't you hear? Parker, what did you say? Sanders, inaudible. This motherfucker, he said it too, inaudible. Parker, I can't understand you, Lynn. Can you speak a little slower, please? Lynn, I want to work with you on this thing. Now, that is why we are trying to get Mr. Morgan down here. We don't want anyone to get hurt. That is why we are talking to you. We don't want anyone in there to get hurt. Is there anyone hurt at, at all now, Lynn? Listen to me for a minute. The batteries are going to run down that radio before long. I need to talk to you on the telephone. Hang the phone up so I can call you. What harm would it do, Lynn, if I called you on the telephone? It's just a little bit more private than what it is now. How about letting me call you on the telephone? Every time I call, I get a busy signal. The operator tells me the phone is off the hook. Can you hang the phone up so I can call you? Is everyone in the house okay? At least tell me that. Look, we know you are in charge in there. We want to make sure everyone is okay. Can you tell me if everyone is okay? Talk to me now if you can hear me. I need you constantly check and make sure your batteries don't run down on you. Tell me if you can hear me. 
Talk to me now. I want to find out if your batteries are okay. Talk to me on the telephone. Excuse me. Talk to me on the radio. Talk to me. I'm trying to call you on the telephone. Hang the phone up so I can call you, please. I need to talk. Page two, tape number five, sign number one, date one eleven eighty three. Parker. I want to know if your batteries are okay, but I want to ask you something else. Pick up the radio. If you can hear me, pick up and tell me you can hear me. Lynn, you have been working with me now. We have been working together real well. How about picking up the radio and telling me whether or not you can hear me? Can you hear me? Pick up the radio and talk to me, Lynn. I have some information for you. Key that radio button and talk to me, Lynn. Is your radio still working? Talk to me, Lynn. You know we can work this thing out, Lynn. You still want to talk to Mr. Morgan? We are trying to get in touch with Mr. Morgan. We need to find out if you still want to talk to him. We could talk much better and get directions better if you'll hang the phone up so we can call you on the telephone. Not only that, Lynn, but your batteries are going to run down in the radio. Will you let me know if everyone else in there is okay? Will you do that for me? I will try to talk to you, Lynn. We are at a standstill, Lynn, unless you talk to me. I can help you and you can help me. And you can help yourself. Pick it up and talk to me, Lynn. Inaudible. How about living up? to those standards and putting the phone on the hook so we can talk privately. You know, a lot of people can hear what we are saying over the radio. We need to talk on the telephone, Lynn. When we get in touch with Mr. Morgan, he might not come down here, Lynn, but may call you on the telephone. That is why I need to get the telephone hooked up. Not only that, as I told you a minute ago, your batteries are going to run down. Will you talk to me? on the radio and let me know, Lynn, we are doing really well, real well on the radio now. It is up to you to continue this conversation. I know what you want, but I need to talk to you about it. Can you talk to me on the radio? Can you hear me? I don't know whether or not you can hear me, Lynn. How about it? Talk to me, Lynn. We have been talking earlier. How about talking to me, Lynn? You know, if you want to get what you want, you're going to have to talk to me about it. I am going, I am doing the best I can. I'm a police negotiator. No one is here to hurt you. We are here to talk to you about the situation and try to help you with it. But we need you, we need to know exactly what you want. And the only way we can know that by talking to you. How about answering me on the radio? Lynn, you know the only way we can talk to you over an extended period of time is over the telephone. We don't want you to run your batteries down. We want to be able to talk to you. We are trying to work with y'all. So how about hanging the phone up and let me call you? Lynn, let me know if you can hear me now. Talk to me on the radio. Listen now, I know you are an honorable person. 
I know you're a religious person and I want to talk to you on the radio. Let me know whether or not you can hear what I'm saying to you. Is everyone in the house all right? At least tell me that. Can you tell me that? Tell me the name of your religious organization. What church do you belong to, Lynn? Tell me that. Let me know how the people are in there. Is everyone okay? Listen, Lynn. I need to know if the people in the house are okay. I don't even know whether or not you can hear me. Will you at least pick up the radio and say whether or not you can hear what I'm saying? Lynn, we found out Mr. Morgan has left the studio and he is en route to a nightclub somewhere. We don't know where, what nightclub. We are trying to get in touch with him. Is there anybody else in there we can talk to while we wait for Mr. Morgan? We need to know something, Lynn. Tell me if someone in there or if you want to talk to someone else. Lynn, it won't hurt anything if you will click the radio button in a few times and let me know you can hear me. Push the button in and let it out three times so I'll know if you can hear me. Lynn, are you okay? Let me know, Lynn, if you are okay. Page 3, 26. Lindbergh became upset again. 2328. Hester calls out car 128 in background. 2330. Cruz asks Lindbergh to put the phone back on the receiver. 2335. Phone still busy. 2340, Cruz still trying to contact Lindbergh by phone. 2343, TAC unit discussing possible assault plans. 2345, Cruz asks if everybody in house is okay. No response. 2350, Cruz makes radio contact with Lindbergh. He was worried about batteries going down. 2353, Lindbergh states everyone in the house is okay except Tim. He has been shot in the arm. Phone is still busy. January 12, 83. 007 hours. A different male black states were still here. 010 hours. Crews asked Lindbergh if there's anything they need. 018 hours. Lindbergh back on radio cussing. Lieutenant Turner advises someone is calling 528. 2222 and playing a radio, police radio over it. That 528-2222 is the old phone number for police communications. Page one, tape number five, sign number two, date 111-83, start 2348 hours, finish 015 hours. 112.83, Foxtrot 1 North. Parker, if you can hear me, Lynn, push the button on the radio. Let me know you can hear me. All I want you to do, Lynn, is pick up the radio and say, yeah, I can hear you. How about it, Lynn? Okay. Pick up the radio and push the button and tell me whether or not you can hear what I'm saying. Sanders, inaudible. Parker, repeat it for me, Lynn. You cut it off. I couldn't hear it all. Sanders, your radio, your battery's still there. I didn't think you would have your inaudible motherfuckers out here with a battery that wouldn't last all night anyway. 
You know y'all inaudible. You know you now goddamn well inaudible. You know goddamn motherfuckers when all you get motherfuckers do it. Parker, Lynn, how about letting me call you on the telephone? Your battery is going down. Those batteries don't last but eight hours. Those men got to get off at 12 o'clock. It is 12 o'clock now, Lynn. How about letting me call you on the telephone? What harm is there talking on the telephone, Lynn? Can you answer that question for me? Long pause. Lynn, is everyone in the house okay? It isn't going to hurt a thing for you to talk to me on the radio. I'm just here to work with you. How about telling me whether or not anyone in the everyone in the house is all right? Sanders, everybody in here is okay except me. I am shot through the arm. Parker, okay, thank you. Did you need me to get you some medicine or some help for your arm? Listen to me, Lynn. I am here to help you. You ought to know that by now. If you need something for your arm, I can probably get it for you. Tell me what you need, Sanders, inaudible. Parker, Lynn, have you got the bleeding stop? Lynn, we don't want anyone else to get hurt now. We want to make sure that you're okay. Can you tell me if your arm has stopped bleeding? What did you say? I missed that. Do you need anything, do you need anything else in the house? Anything I can do to, to get for you, Lynn? I am trying to help you out, Lynn. We know you are hurt a little bit. You told me you, you're shot through the arm. You probably need to see a doctor. Everybody needs to go home and go to bed. We want to finalize this situation, get it resolved. We want to work with you and find out just exactly what you want. Can you tell me just exactly what you want, Lynn? Lynn, you know by now I will work with you any way I can, but I need to know exactly what you need. I got some people looking for Mr. Morgan. What else do you need, Lynn? What can we do to bring this matter to a happy ending so we can all go home? Lynn, I got some personal things I need to talk to you about that I won't, don't want talk to you about over the radio. I want to talk to you about them over the telephone. I am sure once we get on the telephone, you'll understand that. If the phone is off the hook in there, hang it up. If it is not, if it is damaged, if it's the wires cut, let me know. I can have a telephone, a telephone put on the front porch. Surely there's someone in there you can trust enough to reach it. Someone you trust enough to reach out and bring the telephone inside, Lynn. I need to talk to you on the telephone. I have some personal information for you. Can you hang the phone up and let me call you? Lynn, check your telephone for me and let me know whether or not it fit is broken. This tape now continues at 2400 hours, January 12, 1983. All right, folks, that's gonna wrap up this episode. As you can see, the negotiations are quite challenging to keep talking and talking and talking. Doesn't appear like uh, they're making any progress. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see what the next episode brings about. Now, when we come back next episode, it's 
we'll go back to the radio transmissions again on the alternate channel. So we'll continue to, to alternate between the two. Appreciate y'all hanging in here with me. And we will see you down the road.